When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What's up, Kings fans? If you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor, it's totally free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. This is for you, Kings fans, wherever you may be. All the frustration and disappointment of the past is gone. The 45-year drought is over. The Los Angeles Kings are indeed the kings of the National Hockey League. They are the 2012 Stanley Cup champions. Cleared away by the Kings, picked up by Martinez. Martinez to Clifford, feeds it right side to Foley with a shot. Save, rebound, score! Alec Martinez has won the Stanley Cup for the Los Angeles Kings. And royalty reigns again in the NHL. And what's up, Kings fans? Welcome to another episode of the Hockey Royalty Podcast, the unofficial podcast of rinkroyalty.com. Before we get going, I just want to let you know you can find us on Twitter at rinkroyalty and also at rink, or I'm sorry, royalty underscore pod. I'm your host, Scott Kinville. We got a full show, and it's going to be a quick one because we want to get to our Kings game, which is going to be on in about a half an hour. So I'm going to bring in our panel real quick. First, I want to introduce Mr. Ryan Sykes. How are you, Ryan? Hey, boys. How's it going? We're going. We're going. We're waiting for win number six tonight in a row. I know. I know. I was excited for this podcast as soon as we hung up last week. (laughs) And it just keeps getting better and better. I know. (laughs) Up next, Mr. Russell Morgan. What's going on, Russ? What's going on, Scott and boys? How you guys doing? Really good, man. Really good. And up next, we got Jack Weber. What's going on, Jack? Okay, and uh, last but not least, we're going to bring it up with Mr. Ryan Cowley. Ryan, what's going on, pal? 
not too much, Quincy. Guys, uh, very happy to be here. All right, very good. So now I want to bring on our guest this week. This guy is an LA Kings fan extraordinaire. I want to bring in Mr. <laughs> Richard Sarabia, otherwise known as Dirty Harry. What's up, pal? <laughs> How you guys doing? Doing fantastic, man. I got to ask you something before we get going. I, I got to ask. How did you come Good. up with Dirty Harry? Uh, Dirty Harry is, um, well, it's one of my favorite films, first of all. And uh, the second thing is, is just like, um, like the style of the way, like you think, you know, like, you know what, like sometimes you just got to get dirty to get the job done. So yeah, that's how, that's how it is. <laughs> I love it. And uh, Richard, what are you drinking tonight? I see something in your hand. Yeah, I'm drinking a uh, gentleman Jack and and Coke. I mean, normally I, I use a uh, single barrel Jack Daniels, which is actually better, but I ran out recently, so I'm using gentleman Jack right now. Nice. You've been drinking mm-hmm. all that for the win streak. Yeah, I want to keep it going because we've been <laughs> nice. we've been we've been hot lately, and and I like the way we've been playing. So you know what, like toast, you know, to the early uh, winning streak and to continue last season. Cheers. Cheers. Hey, cheers, boys. I'm not drinking anything. <laughs> hey, listen, if it all takes us sending a bottle to Richard, let's do it. Okay. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. I mean, <laughs> we, we get like a 20 game winning streak. I'll drink a whole bottle right now. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't do that. We want you around for win number seven. So, <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, right. I think that if we win 14, 50 more games, I mean, I mean, who knows how far this can go? <laughs> yeah, I mean, Anything's possible at this point. I mean, like we saw last year how it ended, and that was like on the highest note before you know everything went down. And so they're just continuing. I think right now we're seeing like the fruits of all that labor and work from last year. Now it's starting to pay off, and they're starting to get used to the system. For and sure. now we're seeing we're seeing that right now. I think. Yeah, absolutely. Because they seem to have done a complete one eighty <clears throat> since the start of the season. Really. Mm-hmm. Um, no, 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 no. And I, for one, especially over the last few weeks, I've, I've become a huge fan of Austin Strand and uh, no, no. Uh, uh, and I was very happy to learn that that Strand will be back in the lineup tonight. Yeah. I think I kind of so. cursed him by giving myself the username Jad fan club <laughs> last week. Cause the day after he went down. Oh, well, <laughs> no more of that. And yeah, no more of that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we, so Richard, we, I gotta we, ask you, how did you become a Kings fan? Me, well, uh, I'm I was born in Hollywood. I'm from LA, uh, California. But uh, for me, I got into hockey through a buddy of mine in junior high school. He was telling me like, because I was only into soccer before and boxing, and he was telling me, dude, like, um, you know, there's this other sport, you know, it's called hockey, and it's on ice, and it's similar to soccer. You know, there's goals, but it's way more physical and it's fast and it's intense. And I think you would like it. Um, and there's also a guy named Wayne Gretzky who just happened to join the team and he's the best player in the league. Never heard know. of him, Richard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, he wears number 99 and they call him the great one. So. <laughs> I mean, he's really, so that, that being said, I'm like, yo, the, the greatest player in the sport is played for LA. Like that's pretty cool. And I started watching and, I just got drawn into it, and then also um, through video games too. From for the first game, uh, NHL '93. Oh, I don't know if you guys ever uh, ever played yeah. it. Oh yeah, oh yeah. That, that's the very first um, licensed, officialized, officially licensed NHL game with the names and numbers of every team. Because before we had Blades of Steel, 
Yes. We had ice hockey and, you know, I play I played a lot of stuff, but yes. H93 um, drew me into the sport even more because it explained all the, the rules of the game, like, you know, all the penalties, like roughing and hooking and slashing, and I didn't know what any of that stuff was. And then yeah. playing the game, you know, oh, wow, like, you know, like, it makes sense. Uh, that's what it is. So I got to learn yeah, the game. Changes. Awesome. Yeah. Man. Yeah. And line changes, yeah, which, you know, which I was, I didn't know what was going on, like, in the beginning, but through that, it made more sense to me, you know, like, like what they do and everything. So I got drawn to the game like that. <laughs> Very cool. Very cool. And I, uh, I understand there's a, there's a band you like called uh, Slayer. <laughs> yeah, there's a little band, uh, Name Slayer, uh, that's amazing. I've seen him uh, seven times uh, live, and wow. I got a, yeah, I, I've got a Slayer tattoo on my left arm. I just got it done like um, in 2019, um, the year before. Uh, we brought ago. you into Criminally Insane by them. Oh, hell yeah, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> uh, Richard, Slayer did you see now. them on their farewell tour? I did. I was there at the forum, uh, the fabulous forum. I was there on Saturday, so the, the very last show, and I actually wore um, a King's uh, paraphernalia. I had like a like a King's uh, uh, shirt, uh, ninety nine on it, and all this other stuff. And um, those, and I had a vest over it, so I had like the King's crest, like the black and white uniform underneath, and had a, a vest with a bunch of metal patches like on top of it. And a bunch of people were telling me, "Yeah, go Kings!" Like the whole night, and you know, it wasn't even a, a game, but. Because they used to play there, you know, like a lot of Kings fans were there. And so it was pretty cool. That's very, awesome. very cool. Now, do you, think cool. That, nice. do you think that's their their true farewell tour or do you think they'll come back? I think, uh, if anything, I think they probably miss, um, like, the action and, like, um, obviously the money and the action and stuff and, and the adrenaline you get from being at those shows. So I, especially now with the COVID happening, like, you know, all these artists are starving, you know, like for – for that, you know, euphoria of the show and the, you know, the funds that it brings, the fun that people get to be able to relax, you know, like mentally and everything. And, you know, so, so, so that's why, like, uh, like I think, uh, like those shows are going to come back. I think, I think they'll probably stay retired for like maybe like a year or something. But once everything settles down, I guess even coming back. Yeah. Cause sure. I supposedly went to the Motley Crue farewell tour, but now they're, Starting to pick up some rumors of coming back. <laughs> I think the Rolling Stones true. There is no such thing called as a farewell tour. For yeah, that. No, exactly. <laughs> uh, the Rolling Stones have uh, been having them for like what forty years now. So yeah, yeah exactly. Right. <laughs> uh, but anyways, back to our LA Kings. Uh, you know, we we started to touch on about the, the the season as a whole. So they didn't start. Well, they didn't really have the greatest start that we would want. Uh, they showed signs that they could be a good team, but for whatever reason, they just couldn't seem to get it together. Uh, Richard, let me ask you, what do you think the difference is now from the beginning of the season as to now when they look like they're firing on all cylinders? I think the, the biggest difference is that the comfort level is a lot higher with uh, with the kids. You, know? so you got like Mikey Anderson is up on the first pairing compared to Ovi Mato, who wasn't used to the system in the beginning of the season, and he had too much pressure going on him. But with Mikey Anderson and his talent and his skills, even with only like six, seven games last season, they saw like, oh, this guy is really good. They were penciled him in for the second pairing. But he proved once they put him on the first pairing that, you know what, he could actually stay up there with Dowdy because it's benefiting him. And so yeah. I see like all the, all the kids benefiting from that and, and contributing. 
And on top of that, the fact that we had so many months, you know, like it felt like years, you know, to, to a bunch of people. Like that the Kings last time took the ice since last since March. And that right there also helped all the veteran players as well, like Dowdy and, and Kopi and Quick and everyone else, because they haven't had a break in forever. And back when they were winning Cubs, they played more playoff games than any other team at that point in time. Uh, certainly Brownie gets thrown into that category too, because he looks like he found the fountain of youth. <laughs> yeah, he did. He's he's like the best <laughs> scorer in, in the division right now. We're up there at least. Uh, uh, yeah, um, yeah, that first goal he scored the other night, like that individual effort. Uh, 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 I mean, I made a joke saying the calendar says 2021, but maybe that says 2012 because that's <laughs> never run me of. <laughs> well, yeah, he said early on in training camp, you know, he referenced the, the lockout back in 2004, 2005. Some of those players extended their careers two to three years because of that. They just really – it allowed them to kind of just fully heal from those nagging injuries. And you've heard it from Dowdy too. You know, he's, he uh, said it was like the first off season that he was actually able to lift heavy um, and just fully let his body heal. So I, we're seeing the fruits of that now. Yeah, for sure. Oh, there's no doubt about that. I mean, that, and that's been so beneficial for them going down the road. And, and I think, especially with the shortened season, they're going to be able to keep that momentum as far as uh, physically being ready to go for the entire season. So uh, you, you were talking about the kids earlier, and obviously they've had a huge impact. Um, who's the next ones that are going to be coming up, you think? I think uh, Kapari for sure um, should be on that list because he is older than everyone else, and he has more AHL experience and the way he's been playing race recently. I think he's earned the right to, to jump into the lineup. Yeah, you guys agree with that? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, um, uh, uh, yeah, like like barring someone for seeing, I really think Kapari will be next. It's it's just a matter of when. Um, uh, uh, there's some speculation he played tonight. That's not the case. Uh, so uh, you know, so fingers crossed uh, that uh, uh, that maybe he gets shot in Minnesota over the weekend. That, that's what I'm thinking too, Ryan. Is I think he's going to play Friday, and then he goes back to the AHL on Saturday when the when the rain resume play. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I think. Yeah. But. So, what do you guys think, Jack? Like Jack Russell, what do you guys think? Well, I, think I guess I'll go. I, I believe, uh, yeah, like uh, Ryan <laughs> <Sorry>. said. <laughs> I believe, uh, like Ryan said, uh, Kapark probably get a game. Jack, can you, can you guys hear me right now? I'd like to see him probably get in a some time over probably Lazat. I think uh, either Lazat or Amadio. I don't know how Lazat's going to be faring on that line with uh, Moore and Grundstrom as a part of a replacement for uh, Jared Anderson Dolan. I think Kapari would slot right in right there Um, because he's put in the time. Like you guys, like Richard said, he's definitely put in the time in the AHL. I think, like I mentioned on LaPod last week, if he wasn't part of the, or if he didn't get injured in that World Junior Tournament last year, he probably would have got some games. So, I'm anxious to see what he's done. We've seen exactly what he can do in Ontario. He almost looks like a man among boys, even though he's still pretty young playing with Ontario. So it's just time. It's just time. It's time to bring up those young kids. Hashtag play the kids. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, and the thing is, though, too, the, the Kings are, have got a, a, a pleasant problem in the fact that where are you going to put them? Because right now the entire team is firing on all cylinders. So, I mean, you, you want to definitely get guys like Kupari. You want to get them time. But where are you going to slot them in and 
Brist, you know, screwed up line chemistry, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. That's the thing is like, you don't want to inject new blood and, you know, I mean, I, obviously the, the win streak's going to come to an end at some point, but you don't want, uh, you know, that to be kind of the, the sole reason of someone looking out of place or lost or what, whatever you want to call it. Um, but yeah, I think he deserves a shot, you know, I think he's going to get it on Friday. Yeah. I, well, no, no. And, and that's also something about the chemistry because like, because uh, the chemistry is great all on the board uh, 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 because like, you know, an outsider can say, oh, just, just put him on the first, uh, fourth line rather, uh, you know, but, uh, but for Kings fans watching the Kings rather, uh, um, no, no. I mean, Trevor Moore and Carl Grunson have had great chemistry. So, so I mean, uh, no, no. Uh, uh, um, uh, um you know, so you may want to take some time to think about it uh, uh, before you put them like, like on the fourth line, for example. Right. Oh, well, exactly. And that's yeah. exactly it. I mean, obviously, JAD's injury opened up a, an opportunity. True. But I, you really got to be careful about where you're going to put them, just for the sake mm-hmm. of getting a minute at this point. You know, obviously, you know, the talk was this is going to be a transition year. They wanted to see what they had in the kids, which should still be the goal, really. You want to see what they got. But Hey, listen, we're thinking playoffs now, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Hundred percent, hundred percent. I think that uh, I think we can forget about talk about lottery picks and all that. I know that was a, a popular topic in the beginning of the season because the team wasn't doing so hot. <laughs> yeah. But I, I think we really got to start looking ahead. You know? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, in terms of right now, I think with the way they were playing on this win streak, it's you kind of thought at the beginning of the year you're thinking, okay, can the Kings be good? And it's like, okay, well. We see the talent is there. Now we just need to see the consistency. And now that they've started to have that consistency, I think the real kind of – it's all stemming from our defense. Our defense is probably the most um, beneficial or probably the best part of our game right now in goaltending, which is definitely different. I mean, the Kings are definitely the Kings, I would say, of opportunity at this point. I think I was looking at a stat that their shooting percentage right now is like 10.9%. was compared to last year, I think it was around 7%. So – and their power play has accounted for, I believe, like 30% of their goals for their team total yeah, for the season, yeah, kind of which awesome. has definitely been, which has definitely yeah. been like an improvement from years before. I know. So I think, uh, like I mentioned, the defense, it's, it's interesting because the defensive core, if you look at it right now, besides Mata, you're probably looking at the defense that we're going to be seeing for probably the next four to five years. What we got Dowdy, who's not going anywhere. Mikey Anderson's not going anywhere. No. Roy, Bjornfoot, Walker, all going to be on the team for the next four to five years. And just, this, if they can get this chemistry going for continue on, who knows where we can go just to have those forwards get nice and locked up and we'll be good. Uh, well, no, no. Keep it going. Oh, sorry. No, go ahead, right. Okay. No, uh, I was going to say, and Russell Paul, when you were saying, you said like, like with the exceptional Limata and it's like, no, no. Um, uh, yes. Yeah, closer to the season, but like, uh, but like, the last few games, he's really like, Start like, like like find his groove, if you will, because like I, and even Jim Fox said it the other night. Uh, 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 this is uh, this is meaning Monday's game. Uh, 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 this is easily Olimata's like best game of the season. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, He's been one of the best drivers in the <clears throat> for sure. Right. Yeah. <laughs> even before Foxy said that, I was thinking that he was very noticeable on the ice. Right. Yeah, there's oh, there's no doubt. And, you know, looking at that defense and looking at like a couple of years down the road, like Russell was talking about, don't forget, you still got Jordan Spence coming. You still got Helge Grants. You know, if those guys can develop into NHL players, this team is set. Yeah, absolutely. 
They are set. Yeah. And, you know, they're, they're starting to remind me of the Colorado Avalanche where they got all these young players that are going to be on these ELCs and low-dollar contracts, and they're going to have cap space to burn. And that's mm-hmm. going to be that way for the next few years. Yeah, I would say this offseason is definitely going to be one of the biggest offseasons in terms of Kings and uh, trades maybe. I mean, like you mentioned, where we have so, uh, such a plethora what? of young prospects right now, it's going to oh, get to the point where now we just need to find room to play them. And if they don't have any room, then trades need to happen. Right, exactly. But what do you trade for? you got to trade for more draft capital, I would imagine. I mean, um, <laughs> I, uh, and no, it's <laughs> – and since the beginning of the year, and even now, you know, you know, uh, some on Twitter at least have like debated: uh, should we go for the playoffs here, or should we get more lottery picks? And when I think of more lottery picks, I just think of the old adage, adage rather. Uh, uh, no, no, uh, uh, um, you know, there's a such thing as just just having too many cooks in the kitchen, uh, because like, <laughs> well, 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 no, no, because uh, 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 even this Oops. season, you know, you had Caliab up, but you land him up for a game. Uh, he's still having that byfield up. He's still having that. Got up yet? And no, no, uh, no, no, I just feel like another lottery pick is just gonna just just add to that issue, yeah. right? Yeah, right? I mean, exactly. they will have the, the convenience of having time to percolate with them. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Jack, what do you think? Yeah, can, can you guys hear me now? Yeah, I can yeah. hear you now. Yeah, we Sorry, we weren't ignoring you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I I agree with Ryan completely. Like to me, that there's no question. Of course, you want to make the playoffs, and there's a chance to make the playoffs. You know, I think uh, I think that'll be really good for this team, especially the young players as well. You know, like they've got lots of they got lots of prospects. They've had you know a couple of high picks the last couple of years. Like you only want to do that for so long. If you got an opportunity to make the playoffs, like I'm not saying trade their top draft picks to go make a playoff run this year, but of course, if there's an opportunity to to get to the playoffs, you want to take that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Oh yeah, no doubt. No doubt. Yeah, I think hey, what, you, you have to kind of – it's going to get to the point where, okay, what are the Kings going to do with the trade deadline? I mean, it's only, what, April 12th? So we're a little over a month and right. a half away. Yeah, April. I mean, I'm not saying go ahead and sell the farm for try to get a rental player, <laughs> like like trade, what was it, Valentin Zykov for Andrew Sakara or first-round pick rate. For, oh, Let's not do it. Or, or, yeah, uh, but Dieter, I mean, you're killing us. Yeah, <laughs> but um, yeah, like you said, it's, if they can make the playoff run, then why not go for it? I mean, Absolutely. it's going to be great for these young kids. <clears throat> yeah, don't trade the first rounder. Don't make some weird trade for Ben Bishop. But you know, if you want to, if they got a chance to make the playoffs, <laughs> add a little bit of help, like go for it. Oh, uh, I don't. I don't know if you guys caught the Fox and Faust podcast today, but they they had Rob Blake on. And they asked him if he was going to make a deal at the trade deadline. He said, no, we're just going to stick to the plan. So, I mean, okay. I, I wouldn't expect any moves, especially since, you know, the Kings, uh, this could really go the other way too. You know, they could go back down to the sure basement. Sure so could. I'm not sure I would quite sell the farm or make a move yet. I remember that, that first year, a couple of years before the, the Kings won the cup, when they were coming out of their old rebuild and, I think at the deadline that year, they traded like a couple late round draft picks, got some guys, I think it was like Freddie Modine and, and Jeff Halper. And like, if you yeah. make, make trades like that where it's not going to, you add some veteran depth, it doesn't cost you much. Like if they, if they have a chance to make the playoffs, sure, make some trades like that. But no, you're not, you're not giving up any top prospects for a rental this year. Not a chance. Definitely. I agree. It doesn't yeah. make sense. It doesn't make sense. And you know, not, and really too, there's this, all this talk about getting rid of, rid of Mike Amadio. Why not get him down to the taxi squad, have him ready to go just in case you never know injuries may happen and all that. But we're talking about moves and Richard, I want to ask you about something in particular here. 
Because okay. now there's talk about the OHL actually starting. Albeit it's mm-hmm. going to be maybe a 24-game season. You know, everybody's got their opinions on that. But I want to ask you, mm-hmm. what should the Kings do with Byfield and Kaliev? Should they send them back to the OHL or bring them up to the NHL? Uh, I mean, first <clears throat> first and foremost, there's not a lot of space right now on the roster because you have all these guys there. So in order to bring those guys up, you would have to, like, trade, like, uh, Amadio, Wagner, Lazat, and maybe one other person to make the space to bring them up. And on top of that, the second part of that is, like, you want to burn their ELC uh, a year off of that just to bring them up to play in the NHL level. And for me, it's not worth burning off a year just to, like, bring them up for a couple games. I mean, if we're – if this was, like, next season or something where we're, like, ready for a deep playoff run, and possibly like a like a Western Conference Finals type you know run, I would say yeah, do it. You know it makes sense because we're ready. And right now I just we're like almost there. We're we're just not there at this point. And these kids are don't have the experience playing against grown men. They've been playing against kids their age. Yeah. So they gotta they gotta learn that part. It's way different when you're playing against a 21, 23 year old. You know, like crushing you against the wall. Than playing against another yeah. eighteen-year-old, so I yeah. Just... And just to add to that point, I mean, neither mm-hmm. of those guys have really been tearing it up in the AHL so far. So yeah, they really have been. Yeah. yeah. Well, Richard, the yeah. three guys that that you named and Wagner, Lazat, and Amadio, in my personal opinion, I think they're training towards being placed on waivers. And it's just I, a matter of time. I, well, Wagner's got the, the part. The tough part with Wagner, he's got three more years or what, four more years left. He just resigned a four-year <laughs> contract and stuff. Yeah, there. but I mean, like uh, uh, to your to your point, before to send them to the OHL. I think this obviously this is a really unique year, and I think any other year, I, I would say yeah, send them back. I mean, it's not only just because of the um, just to have for their development, but it helps them. So, I mean, they're still young, 18, 19 year old kid you all of a sudden take him away from his family and put him in this professional kind of environment, then it's kind of like, okay, well, what is, are they really helping their development maybe in their skill wise, or I mean, helping them just kind of grow as a community in the community itself. Or I I saw Scott Wheeler kind of talk about it on Twitter today. Like you don't really want to be having kids be taken away from the CHL or OHL teams because of what it brings to the teams and their teammates that they're with, with those teams. So I would yeah. say keep them for this year, but maybe and if it was any other year, I would say send them back. Yeah, and, it, and it, you know that's a really it's a it's a double edged sword because you send them down to the OHL and they're going to be playing against lesser competition. So are they going to take a half step back in their development when they come back to the AHL or even make the NHL team next year? You know, it, after playing in the AHL, that's going to be a, a big difference too. And the only other point I wanted to make about the ELCs, and this might be a very unpopular opinion. But the Kings have got to start looking at burning some of these first years because what's going to happen is, is you're going to bring all these kids up at the same time, and the next thing you know, in three years, you are going to be in a cap nightmare because yeah. all these ELCs are going to be burned up at the same time. And yeah. now you got to figure out, uh-oh, <laughs> they, they want to get paid now. What are we going to do, right? So if they were to stagger it out a little bit, it might be beneficial, but it's a tough call. It, it really is. So yeah, re- Regarding the re- – sorry, Scott, real quick. Just oh, no, regarding the – I do think they're going to eventually uh, turn it around. You know, I think you're going to see a similar uh, win streak like the Kings. I mean, there's just way too much potential down there for them to be to have one win through eight games. But, I mean, they're mm-hmm. fine in their groove and stuff. But 
Uh, regarding the OHL, I mean, if you send them down, there's still that adjustment period too, where they have, you know, five, six, seven, eight games where they're getting their uh, sea legs, for lack of a better phrase, you know, and that's a third mm-hmm. of that season right there already. Right. You know, it's it's mm-hmm. a really tough call. Yeah, it is. It's a very, very tough call. Mm-hmm. And it's just an unenviable position because the AHL is no longer an option, you know, yeah, which would be yeah, the uh, ideal place for them to be. Yeah, and then on top of that, you also have the expansion draft too. Like that's another thing you gotta worry about. Like after this season, great. Like point. you gotta have some, you gotta have some guys available for the Seattle to take from us because most of the guys we have, they can't take. So that's why you have to have Mata on there, and you have to have uh, Wagner and Amadio just take up spots, you know, for them to pick. You know, right. okay, we'll yeah. take this guy because yeah, you know, that or a guy like Jonathan Quick becomes very tempting. Well, yeah, yeah especially, like, especially the way he's playing lately. Jeez, exactly, Jack. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah exactly. and Richard, Richard, who do you think mm-hmm. Seattle takes? Just right off the cuff, name name somebody. Ooh, uh, I mean, if, if Quick's numbers are good, I'll say Quick. But if not, if they take a forward, I'm going to go with a uh, Wagner, like Wagner or Lazat, one of those yeah. two. You know, I think the, the Kings are in a somewhat fortunate spot for the expansion draft because. They're they're young guys who they'd really want to protect aren't even eligible for it, so they're they're probably not going to lose someone they're going to miss terribly. I would think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just hope they don't end up making a deal for them to take somebody that they, you know what I mean? Like what, what happened with the Vegas draft? Everybody was just bending over yeah. to give yeah. Vegas here, like you know, Pittsburgh giving them a second round pick to take Mark Andre Fleury. You know, I mean, yeah. let's let's not do something like that. Let's not get rash here. <laughs> uh, I, I, I do think losing quick would hurt, though. His veteran leadership, obviously, he's accomplished so much with the team. But, I mean, it, yeah, it looks like it's trending that way. I mean, you got to protect Cal Peterson. you got to leave Jonathan yeah. Quick exposed. I mean, yeah. he's going to be there for Seattle to pick. Yeah, and, and if this is a two-goalie league, let's face it. you got to have two. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And, Richard, we have just a few minutes left, but I wanted to get your opinion on something real quick. All right. Jack Eichel. What do you think about potentially putting a trade package <laughs> together for him? Oh, man. Uh, me, personally, like, I think that's, like, the wrong move to do because you have, like, a franchise future um, center in Byfield, and Velarde is, like, obviously, like, starting to light up the league because, you know, he missed, like, a year and change, you know, like, from his injury, and now he's getting more comfortable. So, yeah, both of those guys, and – Neither of those two guys are worth Jack Eichel. To me, in my opinion, I wouldn't trade Furka, Velarde, or Byfield for him. But anyone else they want to trade for, that's fine. But just those three, like I wouldn't, I wouldn't touch those three. Me personally. Yeah. No. Yeah, it's a, it's a, especially with the package that they they're talking about wanting two first round picks, ready prospect. You know, I, no, forget it. It's that's simply not worth it. Yeah. Well, listen, guys, we're running out of time real quick. Our... <laughs> Well, listen, our Kings are going to be dropping the puck here pretty soon, so we're going to wrap this up. I'm going to ask you guys one last question, and we're going to get out of here. We're going to go around the table. We'll start with you, Richard. Are the Kings a playoff okay. team, yes or no? Yes, they are. All right, Ryan Sykes, what do you think? Uh, Richard was short and sweet. I'm going to keep it that way, too. Uh, yes, they squeak <laughs> in in the fourth spot. All right, how about you, Russell? Oof. I mean, <laughs> as much as I would love to see them be a playoff team, I mean, if they can keep up this power, this power play and just take advantage of the shooting percentage, then, yeah, they can do it. But it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. All right, mm-hmm. Jack. 
I'm going to say yes. I think they uh, they squeak into that fourth spot. All right, Ryan. Uh, as a person who stutters traditionally, I'm not uh, I'm not good at being quick, <laughs> but I will this time. Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll tell you what, and I'm going to go. What about you, Scott? With that with that division and what they got to take on to get into that fourth spot, I think they can do it. I say Absolutely. yes. Absolutely. All yeah, right. Definitely so, trending in the right boy. direction. Our boys better not let us out. That's all I got to say. He'll <laughs> take some work, but he'll do it now. <laughs> all right, guys. Well, we're just a minute away from puck drop, so we're going to wrap it up. We want to thank everybody out there for listening tonight. We will see you. Uh, I think we're going to do a post-game wrap over the weekend, aren't we? I do believe. Yeah, we're going to do one on Friday. Yeah. yeah. Friday night. Hey, but, all right. Richard, I, Richard, I can't thank you enough for joining us. Well, thank you, Absolutely. guys. Absolutely. Thank you. Yeah, thank you, Richard. Thanks thank you guys for having me. You guys are cool and awesome, and uh, I read all your articles because you guys know how to write. <laughs> and so, like, really appreciate good stuff. It. I appreciate it. Well, thank the goal is to slayer between intermission. All right. <laughs> <laughs> all right, folks. That's all the all time right. we got here for the Hockey Royalty Podcast. Like I said, we want to thank you for listening. Enjoy the game tonight. They're about to drop the puck. Go, Kings, go. Have a good one, everybody.